Hallelujah. Good morning. Praise the Lord. What a privilege to be together again this morning. What a blessing. What a great blessing. Hallelujah. How are you doing? How is your family? How is your household? I believe that God is doing great and mighty things in your life, in your family. And God will continue to do mighty, great and mighty things in you. I trust him. I believe him. We are in a season of the manifestation of his power, of his glory, of his strength, of his anointing. Hallelujah. This morning again, we are dealing with the subject of love, the demand of love, the demand of love. You cannot work for God. We established yesterday without the first demand of love, sacrifice. Peter, lovest thou me more than these? Lovest thou me more than these? I love you, Lord, Peter responded. Feed my lamb, feed my sheep, tend my lamb. Not feed yourself, sacrifice. Not feed what you like, feed who you like. No, it's a deep spiritual responsibility to sacrifice your appetite, to sacrifice your emotion, to sacrifice your time, to honor the one you love, the one you love. First demand of love, sacrifice. The second demand of love this morning is what I call service. Service. Service is the second proof of your love for God. And to do the work of God, yes, you cannot, oh yes, you cannot claim you love the Lord without being ready to serve Him, to serve Him, to serve Him with all your love heart to serve him with all your life. Many are doing the work of God, but they only want to be served. Yes, they want men, they want other people to serve them. They are not ready to serve the Lord. They do not want to serve. They would even choose and say, this is not for me. That is not for me. I cannot do this. I cannot do that. I cannot go this far. I cannot go the extra mile. Love Demand your full, undivided, faithful service to God without any form of doubt. Genesis chapter 29 verse 18 to 20, the Bible says from verse 16, And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. May the Lord cause you to be well-favored. Verse 18, And Jacob loved Rachel. Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob did what? Served seven years for Rachel and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. For the love 
Can you imagine that? A man loved a woman. Jacob loved Rachel. And the Bible says he served. Seven years. Seven years felt like seven days. Seven years felt like no time at all. The Bible says those seven years felt like a few days. There was no stress. There was no tension. There was no regret. There was no complaint. Why? The service for the one you love will feel like very few days. He was ready to go the extra mile. He was ready to serve. That's the man willing to serve a woman, to serve just to get the woman he loved. Wow. Not only did he do it once. Do you remember that Jacob was cheated? He was cheated out after serving for seven years. Yet, he did it again. He did it twice. He served. Love. True Pure and genuine love will make you serve and want to do it again and again and again and again. Hallelujah. You are not just sitting down there crossing your leg and saying, I want people to come and serve me. You are there in your marriage. You want your wife to serve you. The husband wants the wife to serve him. The wife wants the husband to serve her. And that is why things are not working. You are there to serve one another, to serve one another, to commit to one another, to be a blessing to one another another wherever you are positioned to do the work of god one thing must keep running in your mind what is it service go and serve to serve the lord to serve him it will feel like few days the moment you begin to serve and it feels so burdensome so so burdensome my dutch brethren we say so lustig so lustig it's so so burdensome something is wrong something is wrong you should be willing to the love burning in your heart should compel you to serve, to serve so wonderfully, to serve so lovingly, to serve without complaint, to serve without arrogance, to love, to, 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 to humble yourself to serve. You cannot claim your love without being ready to serve. You cannot separate love and service. I repeat, brothers and sisters, whether in your marriage, whether in your ministry, whether in your calling, whether in your service to God, you cannot separate love and service. Anyone who is not serving is not loving. Deuteronomy chapter 10 verse 12, And now, Israel, what doth the Lord thy God require of thee? But to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and and to love him, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, with all thy heart, and with all thy soul. You cannot disconnect service from love. If you claim you truly love the Lord, be ready to serve him. Be ready to go for him. Oh, be ready. Be ready to serve him with worship, to serve him with your life, to serve him with all thy heart, with all thy soul, to serve him and be ready to go for him. Jacob was ready. He was ready to do seven years for the one he loved. The Bible says seven years were like a few days. Why? He loved her. When he was cheated out of it, when he was cheated out of that beautiful relationship, he was willing to do another seven years. And he did. Fourteen years. 
14 years serving, doing the dirty job, taking care of the goat and the sheep and the, and, and the lamb of Laban, the father of the one he loved, just because he wanted his daughter. 14 years. How long can you serve the Lord without complaining, without murmuring, without weeping, without being disappointed? How long can you serve even when it feels you have been cheated, when it feels that you have been relegated, when it feels that no one acknowledges what you are doing, and it feels no one is there to tell you thank you. How long can you serve? How long can you serve the master? May I say to you today, my dear beloved, dearly beloved people of God, you cannot separate love from service. I pray this morning that you will ensure there is love, there is connection, there is intimacy, and then service to the Lord. Don't serve without loving Him. Love Him first and let the love you have compel you, propel you, challenge you, build you up to serve Him. Do not put service ahead of love. You cannot. You cannot. Do not do that. Do not put service ahead of love. Oh, love must be the basis of your service. Service is not, cannot stand alone. It must be motivated by love. Do not put service ahead of love like the, prodig- like the brother of the prodigal son. Oh, yes. The brother of the prodigal son, he was so disappointed. He was busy serving the father when the younger brother was gone. That when the brother returned, he was so angry. He was so unhappy. And I have this beautiful question for him. How come he was serving the father and yet he did not know the pain in the heart of the father? Oh, how come he was going to the farm, laboring day and night, laboring in the wrong direction, laboring making things, doing things, walking night and day, probably doing the servant's job, doing the dirty job. But there was one thing in the heart of the father. This guy knew it not. He was serving without love. In fact, do you remember what he said to the father? He said, I have served you with all my heart and you did not even give me a goat. Not even a goat. Not even a goat. Oh, the guy put work first, not love first. Dearly beloved, put love first. Put love first and then love will place a demand for genuine service to the Lord. Jesus did not just call Peter and say, Peter, serve me. He said, Peter, do you truly love me? Peter said, yes, I love you, Lord. He said, serve. Go and serve. Go and do the dirty job. Go and, go and feed my sheep. Sheep don't talk. Yes, go and feed them. Go and do the, the meanest of all job. Not, not go and take titles. Not go and become a bishop and a, and a reverend doctor and a reverend evangelist without doing the work. I want you to go and feed my lamb. Are you doing the work of the master? Are you doing the work of the master? Pure service brings the father honor. Yes, there is no honor without service. How do you serve? How do you ensure you serve right? There are four things here, or five the Lord laid on my heart. Number one, serve the Lord with your spirit. 
Romans chapter 1 verse 9. Romans chapter 1 verse 9. Serve the Lord with your spirit. Number 2. Serve with the right people with the right heart. Romans chapter 16 verse 17 to 18. Number 3. Serve with your eternal reward in view. Do not serve waiting for people to reward you here on earth. Do not serve waiting for someone here to tell you thank you. Do not serve. Do not serve waiting for somebody to clap for you. Serve with your eternal reward in view. Serve with your eyes set on heaven, doing the work, laboring for God, remembering and waiting for that great and beautiful day when the Father will call you out and say, well done, good and faithful servant, good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of your Lord. Serve with the right people, with the right heart, not those who will discourage you, not those who will speak evil of others, not those who will blackmail others, not those who will gossip others, but those that will motivate you, those that will tell you, boy, you can do more, those that will not allow you to rest on your oars, but they will keep pushing you, keep pushing, stretching you. Oh, serve with such people, people that will build you up. I have a few of such people around me. I love to serve with them, not those who complain. We pray too much in this church. Oh, we work too hard. Oh, look at all I'm doing. Nobody's telling me thank you. Oh, no. Come on, no. Serve with the right people. Serve. Serve. Men that will motivate you. Men that will strengthen your heart. Men that will build you up. Oh, number four. Serve with reverence and godly fear. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28. I am deliberately not reading the scriptures today because I want you to go check them out yourself and see what the Lord will say unto you. Don't just serve God in arrogance and in pride. Serve him with reverence. Serve him with fear. Number five, serve without any sense of entitlement and reward. Serve without looking for a position. Serve without thinking of yourself. Give your all and your all give to him. Give your all and your all give to him. Simply give him everything. Give him your all. Oh, the older brother of the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15 verse 28, the Bible says, but he was angry and would not go in. When he heard that his father was celebrating and the father had killed a fatted calf for the prodigal's younger brother that returned, therefore his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I have never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat. <laughs> you never gave me a young goat. A young goat. His problem was a young goat. Oh, a brother, his younger brother who had disappeared for many years probably, came back home and this guy was angry that despite all his own personal service for many years, yet he had not gotten a young goat. He was waiting, waiting for, for a young goat. Brothers, sisters, do not serve waiting for a young goat. Do not serve waiting for a position. Do not think, yes, I've been serving in this place, serving with those people, serving in the church, serving in my office. Yes, I deserve to be the GM. I deserve to be the deacon. I deserve to be the deaconess. I deserve to be one of the ordained ministers. Your service is not just to compensate you for the work 
work you have done for the Lord, your service is to honor God. Your service is to glorify God. The one who sees in secret will reward you in the open. Do you know that Elisha followed Elijah and served him faithfully for eight years, not looking for anything, not desiring something that was so visible that even Elijah himself did not know. He did not know what Elisha was looking for. It was after eight years when Elijah was about to leave that Elijah asked this young man, what are you looking for? What do you want? Wow! And the man said, I want a double portion of the anointing of your spirit. I'm not looking for position. I'm not looking for a prophetic title. I'm not looking for anything. I just want a double portion of your spirit. Can you desire something more? Let that which is motivating you to serve be the desire to have the full dimensions of the spirit of God. Let your motivation of service be to have all that God has for you. Dearly beloved this morning, the second demand of love to do the work of God, service. If you are not ready to serve, you are wasting your time. Brothers and sisters, get to work. It's time to serve him. It's time to labor for him. He gave five he gave talents to men, different talents. You remember the story of the master who was traveling. To some he gave five, to another he gave two, and to one he gave one. Oh, the one with five, he served and translated his five to ten. The another one with two, he served, translating his two to four. The one with the one refused to do anything. He refused to serve. He buried his talent. He buried his gift. He buried the treasure that was given to him. He was so angry. He was so disgruntled. He was so, so he was, he had a sense of entitlement. I shouldn't have one talent. I should have five also. I should have two also. I'm even better than that brother there. I'm better than that sister there. And the master came and was so unhappy with him. Brother, whatever God has given to you, whatever gift, whatever talent, whatever treasure, whatever, whatever, whatever that is gold in you, serve the Lord with it. Do not wait. Do not wait for anyone. Do not look upon another. Just serve the Lord and be faithful unto him. God bless you this morning. I pray, I pray that the love of God in your heart will consume you, will compel you, will push you to serve the Lord with all your heart, to serve him with all your soul, to serve him with your spirit. Amen. I commend you to God this morning and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. We love you and we keep praying for you. Pray for us also as the Lord gives you strength. Amen and amen. Amen. Just remember when you're standing in the valley of decision And the adversary says, give it just a
Yeah. 